the only social media app that doesn't tell you what the Chinese government wants you to hear. Or the FBI either. The coercive power of government. Download the free Seville 1075 app. Surveillance mics sold separately. Joe Thomas in the morning joining us uh, from the offices representing the 5th Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives is Congressman uh, Bob Good. Uh, Bob, good morning, sir. How are you doing this Friday morning? Good morning, Joe. Doing well. Great to be with you. Hope you're well. Also, my friend. Well, it's been one of those mornings. You ever you ever do one of those dominoes setups where you like make a pattern with dominoes and you just, and you start the first one and you realize you haven't finished putting all the other ones up and you're trying to run ahead and put all the other ones up in time before it gets there. That's what the show has been like today. Um, one of those things. Yes, it is. So it, the the vox populi here uh, uh, regarding the EMP in space that uh, has embroiled everyone's concern. Uh, Mark Warner telling us, don't worry, don't worry. I know about it. It's all okay. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, and and everyone's concerned about uh, this Russian EMP in space. And, and most of my listeners are like, all right, what are they distracting us from? Is it the Trump trial failures? Is it the... Uh, is it the uh, is it the Biden foreign policy failures? Is it the memory you know the memory hole that he has? Um, I said no. It's the FISA bill. That's, right. That's you know, and, and they're probably. I don't know if you're getting pressure to you know like re up FISA now because we have this EMP in space that's going to mess up our satellite communications or something, Bob. Um, but catch us up on what you you left us off last week, saying that this week was going to be a big week for FISA. Yes, we should have been voting last night on reforms to FISA to protect U.S. citizens. So to frame that a little bit, there's two competing bills that came out, and this is a few months back before it got extended without reform, but you've got the uh, the Intelligence Committee's bill, which essentially doesn't protect U.S. citizens, doesn't make the necessary reforms, and in fact expands spying powers on U.S. citizens, and then you've got the Judiciary Committee bill, uh, which has the necessary reforms to make it better, to appropriately address the abuses, and to protect U.S. citizens from unconstitutional surveillance. Uh, and Judiciary bill is the one that has jurist or should have jurisdiction. Their their committee has jurisdiction over this uh, over FISA, but you've got competing bills. The Intelligence Committee has no conservatives on it, and it's the folks who are put on there int- intentionally who will support. The deep state, the D.C. swamp that wants to continue the surveillance of U.S. citizens, and you've got courageous conservative fighters on the Judiciary Committee, chaired by Jim Jordan. You've got people like Andy Biggs on there. You've got people like Matt Gates and Chip Roy on that on that committee. And so they've come up with the so while the Speaker made the decision to let the Intelligence Committee lead the way with the base text of the bill, which was a mistake, it should mm-hmm. be Judiciary. But the compromise was well, we would have four amendments. From judiciary that would protect U.S. citizens, um, that would do four kind of key things. One, require a warrant to surveil U.S. citizens. That's Gee. pretty basic. I, I think <laughs> that's, I think we have a, I think we have an amendment to the Constitution. I think it's number four yeah. that says we're supposed well, to have that. Flip to flip to amendment number four. Yeah, exactly. Number two, uh, that the federal government would not be able to buy data that they would otherwise have to have a warrant to obtain. So in other words, wow. they can't go to Bank of America or Walmart or somebody that you do business with, some some that you do commerce with that has your data that you choose to give it to them and, and you know, been doing business with them, your personal uh, 
effects. And you might say, oh, well, Walmart has it, and, or, 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 you know, your, your hotel company has it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, but they can't put you in jail. The federal government can use it to put you in jail, to, you know, to, to, to weaponize themselves against you. Thirdly, uh, it would protect uh, that you, the federal government couldn't uh, capture data from public Wi-Fi hotspots. Think of your local coffee shop, sure. your hotel lobby, uh, some restaurant that you're at, and then and then just generally can't expand the spying powers more broadly, more generally. Those were the amendments the Judiciary Committee had, and so what happened was the on the on Wednesday morning in our judicial excuse me in our Republican conference meeting, the weekly meeting we have of the 220 or so Republicans, we we're going to have a debate and and fight and argue about this subject primarily on the, the, these bills because the Intelligence Committee I'm sorry, was threatening. That if we had to vote on the amendments, they were going to defeat the bill, the rule for the bill on the floor. Oh, now, gosh. the rule is yeah. the proce- this procedural uh, motion, if you will, that brings the bill to the floor. Under the, and the minority always votes against it, so you need all the majority to vote for it. They were going to kill the rule because they didn't want the American people to see them voting on these amendments. They didn't want them to pass. They were afraid they were going to pass, and they didn't want to be on the record voting against them or mm-hmm. risk them passing. So they went to the speaker and said, if you bring this to the floor, we're going to kill the rule. By the way, the, the amendments and the, the proper reform of FISA has bipartisan support. Jerry Nadler, the ranking member, is joining with Jim Jordan on judiciary because it turns out Democrats don't want to be spied on by their government either. Shocked. And, but, but it's the Intelligence Committee that, frankly, has scared the speaker. He, he was he had been on judiciary himself as a member for seven years before becoming speaker, and he held the judiciary view until the intelligence committee got him together and scared the heck out of him that if you don't if you don't give us this this warrant uh, if you I'm sorry if you require a warrant then we can't protect you we can't keep you safe and you know 9/11 is going to happen oh again gosh. tomorrow. We want to let it expire if we don't reform it. Now we want to reform it, but we would rather it expire than continue the old this famous saying you can't you don't surrender liberty for safety or you will deserve neither and get neither. I'm doing a terrible paraphrase of that. You could say it better. Mm-hmm. So back to your point on the question, sorry for the long answer, but in the Republican conference meeting Wednesday morning, we were starting that debate. The first person to mic was the intelligence, Com- intelligence committee chair, uh, uh, Mike Turner, uh, chair, uh, Mike Turner. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we thought, okay, he's going to make his case for, for the intelligence committee's bill. Instead he goes, I'm not here to talk about FISA. I am here to tell you that there is a significant new threat that has arisen that has put our country at risk, and we're going to, all of you can go to the SCIF, which is where you go to get class information, go there and get a confidential classified briefing. Uh, and, you know, and we, and we're like, all of us looking at like, okay, we weren't born at night. <laughs> we might have born at night, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> and so, uh, members of Congress could go to the SCIF and get the classified information. I chose not to go initially because I was suspicious. And if you go and you get this information, you cannot talk about it because sure. you're getting it from classified and even members who go cannot come and tell other members what they saw. But my friends who went said, waste of time, nothing new, don't bother to go, because if you don't go, then you can talk about whatever you want to, because you haven't seen the classified information, no one has told you about it. So no one told me about it, of course, can't do that. And I didn't go myself. And so what I know is what news reports, and the members said, hey, you're not seeing anything, that you're not seeing in news reports. This is information that, that's been longstanding, I'm told, that we've known about these threats for some time, it's not new. Uh, and of course, you had the White House dialing it back. You've got others dialing it back. And frankly, the, the speaker, I'm calling on the speaker. He needs to deal with this committee chair. This is a speaker select committee, meaning he appoints everyone mm-hmm. to the committee. He appoints the chairman. I think this was a breach of trust by this chairman. 
I think it was for political reasons. He was abusing his position as the chairman, uh, and 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 it's embarrassing to the Congress. It's embarrassing to the Republican conference, and it it, it diminishes that the importance of that position. You know, Bob, can I interject just something philosophical for a moment here? I wish, and for a little while, Roe kind of teetered on being that kind of Democrat that would say those things. But I've really grown weary waiting for the first next Democrat to actually speak that way about people in in his own caucus and and actually hold some honest viewpoints about what's going on. Because I I smelled this, because as you told us last week, FISA was going to be a big deal. I'm like, where's the FISA? Where's the FISA? Then all of a sudden, you know, it's as a listener reminded me, I'm not a huge aficionado i've seen most of the james bond movies but i forgot that the uh you know russian satellite killer was basically the plot line of golden eye uh one of the early sean connery james bond movies so uh you know we're you know the 1960s are now on the phone and they want their foreign policy back and i said this has got to be about the fisa reauthorization look we're scared uh, because i said to the listeners yesterday watch for you know, announcements about having to harden our our communications grid and strengthen government control over internet communications and and uh, you know uh, authorizations and serve and and this sounds just like what's going on here is this is an end around to try to make people say sure let's just rubber stamp more of the same FISA abuses and what we wanted Joe we wanted the vote held before the American people so they could see who was standing up for them, who was trying to protect their constitutional freedoms and liberties, and who was standing up for the D.C. swamp, the, the deep state. And so we told the speaker, hey, maybe they take down the rule. Maybe they defeat our amendments, but have the vote so the people can see. Having the votes is, is valuable in and of itself because maybe that will help those members to get defeated by others in primaries. And we can sure. send courageous conservative warriors. Let the American people see. Let the constituents, the voters of the respective districts, see where their member votes. I don't believe they have the courage. I didn't believe they had the courage to take down the rule because they didn't. They don't want the American people to know who they, who and what they are. You know, we're proud of our votes, and and we want people to know how we vote. We want people to know that we're standing up for them, and they don't. And the bad guys on the other side in our, in our conference, frankly, uh, don't want the American people to see it. They don't want us to expose them, and they know that we would be taking names, naming and shaming, and saying, the American people, here are the people in the Republican conference who voted against you and voted for themselves and the status quo. And again, the deep state D.C. swamp that wants to trample on your, your liberties and your freedoms. And just trust them. Just trust them. They won't abuse it. They're, they're just going to keep you safe. Uh, so we wanted to have the vote. Unfortunately, the speaker made the decision. He kind of caved to the pressure. He kind of caved to the fear. He said, okay, let's wait. Let's see if we can work this out instead of having a fight on the floor. That would be embarrassing the Republican Party. We're not concerned about that. We're concerned about doing right to the, by the American people. And you mentioned the Democrat Party, and you wish there would be that statement that would step up. Here's the difference on the Democrat side, why they don't have this. And sometimes it's criticized by media friends saying, hey, disarray the Republican Party. The Democrat Party are status collectivists. Uh, and, and they believe the ends justify the means, and they're disciplined. They all stick together because uh, the ultimate outcome of transforming or destroying the country is in their best interest, and that's what they want to do. Republicans are not herded that way. We are not. We're not. We're like herding cats. We're going to do what we believe is right. Many of us, anyway. <laughs> Enough of <Yeah>. us, anyway. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working for our constituents. We're working for the people who sent us here. We're, we're uh, committed to the Constitution. Yes, we believe the Republican Party is a tool to accomplish the right things. 
There's no other tool in D.C. in terms of a party because the other party is, is essentially a communist party. So, but but we're committed to doing right, to principle, to the Constitution, to freedom, to limited government, uh, to fiscal responsibility, those kind of things. And if our party doesn't do it, then we're going to fight our party in their efforts not mm. to do what they should be doing. In the meantime, you know, we head towards the midterms, and you know, I know that you know, Virginia's uh, outcome. Uh, I know there are people who are making the case that the vacate the chair vote uh, was the reason. I think I think the fact that you have Republicans that will turn around, and we just had this issue with uh, Speaker Scott in Virginia, where the Republican Party, you know, uh, all turning on each other over the, something somebody tweeted from the Republican Party of Virginia about Speaker Scott's previous criminal record. Uh, and I said, but this is why Republicans don't turn out, is because when, you know, the candidates, present company excluded, Bob, you know, stand behind the podium and they say, uh, vote for me and I'm going to go and be a warrior, and then they're not a warrior when they get to 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 uh, to Richmond or to Washington. Um, Republicans eventually start saying, well, you know, I got other things to do in November, and that's why we see turnout. We've got to have strong turnout in 2024. We need to have people we can believe in. Am I overstating that? You're exactly right. And that's one of the reasons why we're telling the speaker, I told him in a meeting to this effect yesterday, we should be having a shutdown over the border. We shouldn't be funding this government as we approach the funding deadlines. We get to the early March and you know, the, the continuing resolution expires. We've got Let's utilize the leverage of funding the government to secure the border. Why would we keep giving billions of dollars to Mayorkas and the Department of Homeland and Security and Biden to do the very things that we rail against, can complain against, that we uh, that we condemn, but yet we're going to just keep giving them money and maintaining the status quo? Why would we do that? Let, the American people would love to see us fighting for them and saying, heck no, we're not going to keep doing what we've always done because it's the American people who lose. And then maybe they'd be inspired to turn out and elect more Republicans. Yeah. We saw it with the contract with America, um, and, uh, and and I think it can happen again, Bob. So what what about the FISA? Back to the FISA real quick before I have to let you go. Uh, do you think, because I've just scanned, while you were talking there a moment, I scanned the national media. Nobody's talking about what you were talking about and, and warrants and things like that. Uh, a, is the story going to get some national traction about this FISA, the two different FISA authorizations? And and B, will it, will you be able to get this to the floor next week? It won't be next week because we're not back in D.C. next week. We're not back in, until the following week. And so hopefully it will be taken up by then. But you're right. It's not getting a tremendous amount of coverage because it's a little bit nuancey, a little bit nerdy, a little bit wonky, just like I sort of you know labored and tried to explain it there. Um, one side wants to keep spying on Americans. The other side wants to stop being able to spy on Americans yeah. out of war and yeah. violating their constitution. I think that's pretty that's, well said. I think that's, that's your 10-word answer. Yeah, And, and so – but, and the, much of the national media got it wrong with what Mike Turner, the, the uh, Intelligence Committee chair, said, because they said, oh, this is about Ukraine. And I think that was a secondary concern, but the primary concern was about FISA. He wanted to uh, you know, po- poison uh, the, the, the judiciary amendments to you know, rein in the deep state on the spying capacity. And so that's why he, he did what he did. And, and he ought to be held accountable for it by the Speaker. Frankly, he should not be chairman of the Intelligence Committee. Well, I appreciate your candor on that, Bob Good. It's good.housecott.gov. I know you feel frustrated not working this week, but enjoy, you know, hopefully you get around the district. I'm just back in the district. (laughs) All right. Well, enjoy meeting the folks as you uh, visit in the district, and we'll talk to you again uh, next week. All right, Joe. Thank you, my friend. Take care.
good.house.gov uh, there when we wrap up. Last licks coming up from the uh, the stickball fields of my old neighborhoods next. It's like your radio is wearing a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.